In this episode, I'm going to share with you something a little bit disturbing. It's a lesson that I learned. I'm grateful that I did. And I want to share with you how I learned that. So without further ado. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by realbluespruce.com. Welcome back to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Adams. And today, I've got a true story. And it's not a very exciting story, but I think you're going to learn a lot from it. So here we go. I'm going to have to leave a couple of details out. That's hopefully obvious as to why as we get further into this story. Uh, but you know what? It's all for all, all of us to learn. So let me give you the details that I can give. And uh, let's talk a little bit about it and see what, what we can learn from it. Uh, by the way, before we get too far into this, if you leave a five-star rating, this mug could be yours. It's a happiness is passive cash flow mug. And the coffee smells so good out of this mug. You could be leaning back, sipping on your cup of coffee from this happiness is passive cash flow mug. By the way, we have this trademarked. So the only way you're going to get this mug is by leaving us a five-star rating. Yum. <coughs> I coughed on my, my coffee because I think that I was, I was rubbing it in too hard, and that's okay. All right, so there is a real lesson today, and it's actually very, very important, and it goes like this. I was about to own a little over 200 more units. So here's what it looks like. There is an operator. And this operator came to me and said, Adam, I heard you can raise money pretty easily. Would you like to raise money for a deal that we're working on? And I said, yes, absolutely, because I've got a whole bunch of people that need to put their money away and I don't have a deal yet. Today, the day that it was happening, I didn't have a deal. So I responded, yes, I'd be able to do that. We talked about the amount that I'd need to raise. I said, great, I can do that in one phone call. So I, I agreed to be part of this and there's a lot of lessons to be taken out of this. I agreed to be, I agreed to be a part of that property. Now, I'm gonna keep everything chronological for you so that you can experience my journey with me. If I, if I just shared all of the details right away, uh, I don't think that that would make for an interesting podcast. So I'm going to share with you how it worked with me. So I was out of the state when I took this phone call. I was at an event and during that event, I was excited because recently I had, I've been speaking around the country and um, at a few different states and for different meetups or different people's boot camps and things like that. And my own groups, I would just kind of start something out, out of the state. And well, what happens when you start sharing your information out of the state? People definitely take to you. Well, they can. I mean, if you have good information, I think they're going to be drawn to what you're doing especially if they need to get rid of some money passively 
um, which happens a lot when you are involved in fix and flips and other types of active income. Maybe you're a doctor, an attorney, whatever. You have active income and, it, and it's a decent amount of income. Um, so when I was speaking in Chicago, I had the opportunity to meet a lot of people and they came at me with, at the end of me getting off of stage, they came at me with, I've got this amount of hundreds of thousands, I'd like to be involved in your next deal. And it just kind of, it got overwhelming, but obviously in a great way, okay? It got overwhelming to me, the amount of money that was being placed in front of me. And at the time I was saying, well, I don't really have a deal right now. And I want to be able to help these people get their money working for them, but I need to do it safely. So here's the story. Here's where we, where we go from there. I get a phone call and it's a saving grace phone call. Adam, heard you're really good at raising money. Would you like to raise some money for my deal? The answer is yes, absolutely. I do. I have known this person for some time. I, uh, you know, have no concerns or had no concerns to, to think I shouldn't do anything like that at the time. And I did, I told that person that I could make one phone call and, and I did, I made one phone call and we raised the entire amount for this person with one phone call. And then as it turns out, Shortly after, I got a phone call, a different, a call back from the person that I called to see if they'd like to go passive. And they forwarded something disturbing. And what that is, and actually they forward this disturbing thing on the day that they were supposed to fund. And I'm really grateful that they did and I'm willing to share all of the, you know, all of the lessons that I learned from this with you today in case you get in the same position. Because I've had some great, incredible people on this podcast that each and every one of them have said that it's very important to do your due diligence on someone you're working with, on your partner. I've professed it up and down. And I've always thought that I was the great judge of character. And I know you think you're a great judge of character as well. So what is the lesson? The lesson is I got an email asking, what is this? The question of the email is pretty much one line. What's this? What am I looking at here? And then there was a link. And I open up the link. And within the link is unfortunately some information about the person I was raising money for with their deal so that I could become part of the general partnership myself. I was going to get maybe about a percentage for raising a certain amount. And unfortunately, as I read these several pages, it appears that that person was guilty of being in trouble with the Securities and Exchange Commission years before. This is not what I wanted to hear. I wanted 200 plus doors to my name. And so I did 
the difficult thing and I phone phoned them and I asked what what would you have to say um, about these years and this company and your involvement in it and the answer was even more disturbing the start of the answer was that was years ago okay the start of that answer was adam this didn't just happen yesterday i got in trouble for this a long time ago so you shouldn't worry about it is is kind of the what you get from that you shouldn't worry about it because this didn't just happen yesterday the part that was really scary though cuz all of us make mistakes right i make mistakes you've made mistakes tomorrow we'll probably all make mistakes whether it's yelling at our kids whether it's speeding whatever we all we all do that and there's two ways to approach a mistake one way is regret sorrow if you don't feeling bad for what you did however in this case i i was questioning this individual and they said and i can't really use exact numbers unfortunately but it was multi millions of dollars is how much they made by purposefully committing fraud on the price of stocks it was something that took a lot of time attention knowledge to be able to control this system and make multi millions of dollars and what they said at the end was it was it was fun they said it was fun they said that they it was illegal and they knew it was illegal and and they enjoyed it or it was fun was the is the right word for it it was fun had a had a good run quote had a good run it was fun made millions of dollars and it only cost me hundreds of thousands of dollars um i i don't want to use the real everything but it was multi millions and it was you know less than 500,000 of of what it cost them at the end of the day and i i i name that i talk about this today because well one i i did make a mistake okay i made a mistake by not doing what i always tell you to do and i'm grateful and lucky that before we got into bed with this person into business with this person extremely grateful that my passive investor actually listens to my podcast and through listening to my podcast and me professing that we all need to do this every time we get into business with somebody whether we're investing our own money passively with them or if we're going to partner with them in any other way we need to be doing this 
And I almost was there. I was almost totally in business in a way that could have negatively impacted the, my company's name, my name. And I'm grateful that it didn't happen. And I'm suggesting to you that you don't make the same mistake that I almost made, that I would have made if I didn't have a savvy passive investor who took the time to do due diligence on me, all of my partners, and the team, and the team that we were getting into business with, each of their names. So who knows what it would have turned out to be, who knows how it could have been, but I would suggest that before you get into business with someone, you do take that time because a background check on your future partners really only takes 20 minutes and $25, okay? 25, 25 minutes and $25, you will know if you're in a good position or a bad position. Well, I guess I can't, I can't really claim that you'll be in a good position just because it comes out squeaky clean. But I, I can say, and, I, and there's no way of me saying that just because it doesn't come out squeaky clean that you won't be in a good position. So quite honestly, I can't take a side on that. Uh, what is his name? Robert Kiyosaki always talks about the coin. And he says that there's three sides to a coin. There's a head, there's the tails, but then there's that little edge. You can stand a coin up on the side and that's the third side. And he likes to be objective and sit on the, on the edge and look at both, both the other two sides. And I'd, I'd recommend that to you as well. But do the background checks and at least understand what's going on. If, if by chance I would have talked to this individual and they would have said that they were apologetic, I didn't, maybe I didn't know about it, or I'm really sorry, I should never have done that. That would have been a really tough decision for me, okay? But because they said it was a long run, it was fun, and I made millions of dollars, and it cost me hundreds of thousands of dollars to make millions, they were almost happy <laughs> that they, I shouldn't have laughed, but they were almost happy. I guess you laugh sometimes when it's so awkward, you don't know how else to react. But unfortunately, they ripped off millions of dollars from innocent people by committing fraud. And I almost got into business with them. I hope you all learned something. This is one of my more somber episodes yet. But I'm, I'm grateful for the people around me, grateful to, for the lessons that I've learned, grateful for many more lessons to come. I hope you got something out of today. If you like this podcast, please share it with a friend. Please leave us a five-star rating and a review, a written review telling us what you think of the show, what you think of the value you get out of the show. I actually, let me pull up a, uh, let me really quick pull up for you the last five-star review that we got in 
from Siva, who I got off the phone with today. So let me just read that to you right now. He says, good O's to Real Blue Spruce. I've been listening to several episodes over the last few days. It struck me that there is a variety of folks in varying backgrounds and experience sharing their experience, which becomes a good source to get up to speed real quick. I am impressed with the easy flow and the depth of conversation with specific numbers, which really help to understand how the deals are shaping out there. I really like the questions of five. Excellent podcast. Keep it up. So Siva is actually now, I consider him a phenomenal friend, one of my favorite people in the world right now uh, for multiple, multiple reasons. And you'll be inspired by him. I'm assuming that we're going to put this episode out right away. So it should definitely come out before 11, 17, and 18. And the reason I say that is because I talked to Siva this morning on the phone. He gave me a call and he said, Adam, I've listened to over 30 of your episodes and I really want to meet you. I want to come to Denver. Let's talk. So a little bit of background about Siva is that he's been a passive investor for a long time. He is invested in, in thousands of units, thousands of doors right, right now today, or maybe some of them have sold, but he's been invested with thousands of units with some friends of mine as well, just great people. And I asked Siva this morning, I said, was that you who left that review? And he said, yes, it was. And uh, he, he really likes what we're doing here on the podcast. So I asked Siva, I said, would you consider, if since you want to get together, would you consider coming out during my conference? I've got a Raising Money conference. It's the first annual Raising Money Summit. 2018. So come out to the Raising Money Summit. I've asked Siva, Siva, would you mind coming up on stage and, and kind of just sharing your philosophy of what it is that makes you invest passively in somebody's deal? And so when, when we were talking, it sounded like he said he'd be honored. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I think that's what he said. I'd be honored to come out and share my experience with the audience. So Siva's going to come out Somebody who's been in, invested passively in thousands of, of units, who's a brilliant engineer and he loves his job, uh, his business. He's been running that for some time and all of the extra money, because he works like 40, uh, 55 plus hours every week, every single week. So with this said, he, he finds a way to put that extra money instead of just sitting it in the bank and having it do nothing. He finds a way to meet with people that he knows, likes, and trusts, which is very important. And I assume that he's doing background checks like we learned today. I assume he's doing that, and I hope he is. Anyway, um, I want you to be able to kind of meet, not just kind of. I really think that you're going to learn a ton uh, to be able to raise money for your deals if we have a speaker who's going to share everything that they consider when working with a new operator. So you'll have a chance to kind of meet Siva in person if you come to the conference on November um, 17th and 18th. It's a Saturday and Sunday. What I'll do is I will go ahead on this podcast. I will share with you a link that you can get $100 off of that, uh, of that event, that two-day summit. So the link that I'll give you here 
is, let's see, realbluespruce.com slash OPM. But the OPM has to all be lowercase, okay? I found out that you can't capitalize the OPM, and I know you want to, so go to realbluespruce.com slash lowercase o, lowercase p, lowercase m for other people's money. And if you do that, then we'll actually, you'll be able to get $100 off of the ticket price. At that event, we also have what's, let's see, um, we've got Richard Wilson coming. He's the king of family office talking about how to raise money. We've got Kathy Fetke, who's just awesome. One of my favorite humans, actually. Kathy will be sharing a little bit of a, a deal that she syndicated that went wrong, went south. And she'll talk about why it went south and what she's doing to recover from it, okay? Because she's done a lot of incredible things even since then. So there is a lot of education that's going to come from that, from there. Gene Trowbridge, who's our attorney, okay? So Jillian Sidoti and Gene Trowbridge, they own Trowbridge and Sidoti and crowdfundinglawyers.com. They will be speaking, or actually it's Gene is going to be speaking at the event just to just to teach you the ins and outs of the legalities of raising money. And so I, I hope you come to this event and enjoy what they're sharing. Anthony Chara, a multifamily syndicator, is going to talk about how he's been raising money. And so through all of these different people from SIVA and the other four that I just talked about, some podcasters, because it helps a lot to be to have some type of platform. We, as a whole, me and my sponsors and my speakers and my panelists, want to teach you all of the ins and outs from every angle. Is it legal? Is there problems? What is the way to overcome this? What's the psychology of a passive investor? What are they thinking when they talk to you? I just want to add value to you. The tickets are affordable anyway, but to get $100 off, there is a link. Just go to realbluespruce.com slash OPM. Again, those are lowercase. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, think outside the box.